today on Truths That Transform. Every evil system that has come down the pike has been based upon a foundation of lies. The mission of Love Life is to bring a culture of love and life that will ultimately result in an end to the abortion and orphan crisis um, in America and in the world. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries. I'm Pastor Rob Pacienza. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube by searching for D. James Kennedy Ministries. And also visit us on the web at djkm.org for a wealth of free resources. All this month on Truths That Transform, as we mark the 50th anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision, we're celebrating the overturning of that dreadful ruling by the current Supreme Court. On today's program, we'll dismantle some of the egregious lies that the abortion industry in America has depended upon. And as we begin, one lie that the pro-abortionists use against Christians is that we're only concerned about the baby in the womb and not beyond. But the facts paint a far different picture of how Christians actually address the sanctity of human life. Here's our own John Rabe with more. The leading cause of death in America is abortion. An estimated 63.5 million children have been killed by abortion since 1973. What is the church to do? Church, pray. God is listening. This isn't just about one church. This is about the church in South Florida coming together for such a time as this. May we be a church mobilized and empowered, not by our power or strength or wisdom, but may we go today in the name of the Lord. I'm here because abortion is a travesty. Um, it is uh, an epidemic. What God has to say about it in the Bible is that we're all made in the image of God and we're all created in His image. The Bible tells us that God loves life and every child is made in His image. And obviously now that people think that it's okay and acceptable, we want to let them know that God has a different plan for their babies. In Psalm 127, 3 through 5, it says that children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is His reward. That's really telling us that the children that are conceived are children that He has created. From California to New York and from Michigan to here in South Florida, the church is unifying and mobilizing around the most important moral issue of our day in partnership with Love Life, a ministry founded by Justin Reeder. We love life because Jesus loves life. There's over 200,000 churches in America. There's 700 abortion clinics in America currently. And there's only a Christian witness at about 30% of these abortion clinics. That means nearly 500 abortion clinics in America today are void of the hope of the gospel and the help of the local church. And we believe that these ab abortion clinics are mission fields. 
the mission of Love Life is to bring a culture of love and life that will ultimately result in an end to the abortion and orphan crisis um, in America and in the world. Well, here we stand today in front of Astor Women's Center, which is a, an abortion business that's been here for 19 years. And every Saturday, 40 Saturdays in a row, we lead the local church on a one-hour mission trip in their city. We bring them out to do three things, to pray, to walk, and to sing. It's not a protest. It's not a picket. It's not a march of any kind. We pray, we walk, and we sing, leading and mobilizing the local church to actually be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. Love Life is a movement of churches, local churches, praying at the location of the abortion clinic. It's, it's a prayerful presence. And if you could just imagine God's eye view, right, uh, looking down, seeing his people taking the number one moral issue of our day and standing for truth at the darkest places of our cities, letting the light of Christ shine. That's really what's happening. God's people are mobilizing to pray for moms and to help them choose life. Prayer is very important because it's not actually us that's changing the hearts and minds of the people. It's the Holy Spirit of the God. So the moms we saw on stage today holding their babies were actually moms that approached abortion clinics ready to have an abortion and not keep those babies. Um, and the people that were standing with them on stage were the men and the women and the children that helped them come to the conclusion to rescue their baby and to keep their child. So in here we're actually hosting our moms and mentors. The moms that are in this room have chosen life, whether in the last 40 weeks that we've been doing prayer walks or the year prior. We're celebrating our moms. Um, we're pouring out on them and letting them know how much we appreciate the fact that they chose to bring life into the world. Mark and Holly Douglas, members of Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church, are the South Florida directors of Love Life. Well, I believe this is the time for the church to really step up in discipleship and come around these moms because what, what is bringing the moms to the abortion clinic are the circumstances in her life. And what we're seeing today already is that there's a doubt that God would be able to take care of those needs and meet those needs. So that's where the church steps in. This is the work of the gospel in the world. Here in South Florida, somewhere between 30 to 33,000 abortions happen every year. We want to see these families running to the local church for their hope and help and not to some other government entity or whatever it may be, but really coming to the church for their hope and help. Isn't this a little miracle of God right here? Little miracle baby. The impact that the church can make is the difference between life and death. Baby Serenity was saved when her mother Tatiana showed up for her appointment with an abortionist in March of 2021. It was kind of like a big surprise when she came, so I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then my youngest child was under the age of like one and two at the time. So I was like, having two small babies was a little too much. So I kind of went and scheduled the abortion. And we were praying and Tatiana drove up and she was visibly pregnant. And so one of the pastors prayed, please God, no. My mom went outside and that's when she met um, Miss Holly and Pastor Carmine them. And they kind of talked to her and told me like, hey, don't do this. We spoke to her mother who brought her to the clinic and explained to her what we do and that we're here to help her carry her baby through the pregnancy and beyond. And so we encouraged her to go inside, get her daughter Tatiana, and she did. I walked outside the clinic and I did not get the abortion. I'm glad that I chose life to save her. She's precious. She's <laughs> nice. She's a goofy baby. 
and she brought me so much life. <laughs> We're blessed for having her and for Miss Holly and the church and Mark for being there for us. The Stokes family is just one of over 4,500 families saved from abortion through Love Life in the last six years. With 800 partner churches and the prayers and donations of 140,000 church members. Yet the slanderous charge persists that pro-lifers don't care about the mothers or the babies after they are born. The narrative is so false that people that are pro-life only care about the baby being born and they don't care about them after the fact. The fact is we care. We care about the mom, care about the baby. We care about the other siblings. We care about the dad. We care very much about not just the life being born, but the life flourishing. You see throughout history that the Christians were the ones that rescued the orphans, rescued the children that were left out in the woods to die. And it's our responsibility still today, just like it was 2,000 years ago, to show up to those places and, and to, to rescue those who are being led to the slaughter. So let us pray. That so the goal is to eliminate the hate, eliminate um, the agitation, eliminate the hostility, and to bring in just love and care for these women the same way Jesus would show them if he was standing right in front of us today. Jameson, you're not only the brother of the founder of Love Life, uh, Justin Reeder, but you're also a pastor. And pastors might be watching this and say, there's so many parachurch ministries to support. There's so many call to actions out there. There's so many things that are vying for resources and, and attention and, and volunteers. Why should a pastor uh, spend his money, his resources, his volunteers at a church for the sake of this cause, Love Life, ending the crisis of abortion and orphan care? Man, what a great question. Um, I, I believe with all my heart that the call of the church is to bring people out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. If we don't stand, Satan will continue to have his way. And until the people of God, this moves in their heart. The question I would have for, for pastors is, how real is spiritual regeneration if we don't take the reality of physical salvation for these little babies in the womb? We can help you make that life-saving decision to choose life. It takes a Christian, it takes a believer in Jesus Christ and in the gospel to go to a place that needs the gospel, that needs life, that needs hope, and share it. And so that's why the church is really the only, they're not just the most important, um, they're the only people who can do this, the only people who can bring the message of hope to these places. I mean, we want our community uh, to know that we represent, when we hold true to the values of the Word of God, that life is important to the Lord. And so we want to get the churches to get more active. We need more volunteers. We need more mentors to plug in so that we can continue to advance the cause of Christ and to celebrate life. The goal is the culture of life. So where abortion would be absolutely unthinkable, it would be looked at as what it is, which is it's absolutely murder, and that moms would know that it is not only not an option, life is the only option. Choose, choose life. Make your voice heard. What is your most important concern this year? We want to hear from you. Contact us to receive your 2023 Spiritual State of the Nation survey. There's a new Congress in Washington, and this is a chance to join your voice with thousands of other Christians to tell these new representatives what you're most concerned about. Contact us today to get your survey and let us know what you think about the spiritual state of America.
Like many great evils, abortion has been built upon a foundation of lies. Unfortunately, those lies have been very successful, which has allowed so much of our society to turn a blind eye toward the wholesale slaughter of innocent human babies to the tune of 60 million and counting. My pastor and predecessor here at Coral Ridge, Dr. D. James Kennedy, was an astute observer of the rhetorical strategies used in the service of evil. He brings several of them to light in this portion of his powerful message, Lies and More Lies. Every evil system that has come down the pike has been based upon a foundation of lies. To wit, Nazism. Based upon the lie that the Nazis were the master race destined to rule the world. Secondly, that Jews, according to their Supreme Court, were non-persons and therefore could be destroyed at will. Or communism, based upon the lie that state ownership of factories and farms would greatly increase output, production, prosperity, and wealth. And that the state under communism would finally simply wither away. Shintoism, based upon the lie that the emperor was God. It was the absolute conviction of Japanese officers and soldiers that it was impossible for them to lose a war, since their emperor was God. A lie which cost the lives of millions. In fact, if you take all of the millions and millions of people that died because of those lies, it is staggering. No wonder Jesus said of Satan that not only is he the father of lies, but he was a murderer from the beginning. And he said that those that hate me love death. But the truth will out. And the truth of all of those lies has outed, and there is virtually no one that believes any of them today. Yet they gripped the minds and hearts of men and brought bloodshed across the world. Abortion. Some would say, well, well how dare you compare that to Nazism and communism and Shintoism, which brought about the destruction of tens of millions of lives. My friends, abortion has brought about the death of more lives than Nazism, communism, Shintoism combined. Let me be more emphatic. Abortion worldwide is brought about the death of more human beings than have died in all of the world's wars throughout human history. Dr. Francis Schaeffer, from this pulpit before he died, said, 
that of all of the inalienable rights, life is by far the most important. What do liberty and the pursuit of happiness mean to a man in a coffin? He cares nothing about all of the shackles that may bind his limbs and all of the great opportunities to purchase new inventions mean nothing to him. He could not conceivably care less whether the stock market goes up or goes down. Without life, you have nothing. And we have been destroying it by the carload in America. And it's all based upon lies by the father of lies. And I'm afraid there are no doubt some right here in this sanctuary who have believed some of the lies of abortion. Lies and more lies. The first most important and most common one is that what is to be aborted is not a baby. The most common question asked by young women when they come to abortion clinics is this. Is it a baby? And what were they told tens or scores of millions of times? No, it is not. A lie! It's only POC. Product of conception. It's just a clump of cells. It's, it's like a, a wart. You'd want to get a wart removed, wouldn't you? Or a mole. But it's not a baby. I remember one time a right to life leader asked an abortion clinic owner who was an MD physician, he said to him, don't you realize that what you're killing are babies? And this abortionist became red in the face he got furious with this man, and he said, of course they're not babies. We wouldn't kill babies. We're physicians. We protect the life of people. That's not what he said. What he said in his anger was, I am a physician. Of course I know that it's a baby. They didn't tell the women. Lies! It is a baby. And scientists have concluded long ago that there is no place from conception on where you can say that yesterday this was not a baby and today it is. The greatest lie of all. It's not a baby. You see, abortion is a fantastically profitable industry. Another lie. Oh, there's nothing to it. You can do it. Why, why there won't be any problems? How many women have heard that? Well, in 2001, the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists in England did a vast study on abortion and found out the number and percentage of people who had abortions who had medical problems sufficient enough to require a doctor's attention and care. And applied to the number of abortions that have been conducted in America 
It means that 140,000 women every year have medical complications of their legal abortion sufficient to require a doctor's attention. How many of them die, nobody knows because of the great lie that's going on. Well, I have no doubt I am speaking to some ladies who have had abortions. Ladies who were deceived by these lies. Well, ladies, let me tell you there is mercy with the Lord. There is forgiveness with Him. When we love Him, we love life, for He is the giver of life. And as the number of Christians in this country continues to grow, we're going to see abortion swept away from America. Hello, I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. Everyone who believes in the sanctity of human life won a massive victory last summer when the Supreme Court finally overturned Roe v. Wade. It was utterly absurd for the court to claim in 1973 that there was somehow a constitutional right to kill babies in the womb, and the current court admitted it was a terrible and wrongheaded decision. But that enormous victory doesn't end abortion. It simply sends the issue back to the states and the voters. That's why it's so important now to persuade our fellow voters of the pro-life position. Many think it's merely a religious view or an attack on women's rights. Do you know how to answer them? You will after reading Randy Alcorn's book, Pro-Choice or Pro-Life, examining 15 pro-choice claims. And we'll send it to you as our thanks for your generous donation to the ongoing work of this ministry. In the wake of the Dobbs decision overturning Roe, you heard the pro-abortion lobby and their surrogates in the media once again trotting out the same old arguments. A woman has a right to control her own body. Christians are only pro-birth, not pro-life, and so on. Respond to these common arguments with logic and facts from Randy Alcorn's short book, Pro-Choice or Pro-Life, examining 15 pro-choice claims. We will also send you a precious feet pin, one of the most recognizable symbols of the pro-life movement. This special pin shows the exact size feet of a 10-week-old baby in the womb and will help you display your pro-life convictions. And if you're able to give a generous gift of just $40 or more, we'll send you the book and the pin, plus the exclusive new DVD program, A Heart for Life. Janet Folger Porter's Courageous Battle to End Roe and Protect Unborn Children. Janet was my father's choice to head his Center for Reclaiming America for Christ in the 1990s, and she has continued to tirelessly fight for the unborn in the decades since. In this special conversation with Pastor Rob Pacienza, Janet Porter discusses her experiences as a pro-life activist, her tutelage under my dad, and the amazing ways she's seen God come to the aid of the pro-life cause. That's Randy Alcorn's essential book, Pro-Choice or Pro-Life, examining 15 pro-choice claims, as well as the precious feet lapel pin as thanks for your generous donation. And as thanks for your donation of $40 or more, we'll send you the book, the pin, and the DVD, A Heart for Life, Janet Folger Porter's Courageous Battle to End Roe and Protect Unborn Children. 
And your generous donation will help us to continue to awaken America to the truth of the gospel and God's word through our broadcast, podcast, digital outreach, and so much more. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free 877-962-7677, or go online to djkm.org. Recently, from the pulpit at Coal Ridge, I made the statement that abortion is the greatest human rights crisis in the modern era. That's not my opinion. That's fact. 42% of deaths worldwide are due to abortion. Thankfully, the Supreme Court has returned this issue to the people to decide upon. But abortion, the snuffing out of a human life in the womb, is still far too common. The Gospel of Luke tells us that Jesus walked to the rebellious, sinful city of Jerusalem and went up on the Olivet Mountain. From there, he looked down upon this city and his heart broke and he wept for the confused, unbelieving, God-rejecting people there. That's his grace. But then he stated truth. Jerusalem, he said, if you only knew who would bring you peace, if you only knew who would bring you hope. Grace and truth come together in Christ. On the true side, abortion is a grave sin which kills innocent, fully human beings created in the image of God. It's an abomination in the eyes of God, an assault upon his holy character. And on the grace side, forgiveness and healing is available for all those who have committed this egregious sin and all other sins. And this is available in the person of Jesus Christ. From a human perspective, Jesus himself was the greatest, most significant unplanned pregnancy in the history of the world. And when he grew up, Jesus voluntarily suffered the greatest injustice this world has ever seen on the cross. And the reason is because he was taking your guilt for your sins onto himself and paying the penalty. You can be forgiven and washed clean and healed and made new by turning away from your sin and putting your faith in Jesus Christ. You and I are sinners, but the Bible says if we walk in the light, As he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Have you been cleansed? Have you received the free gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ? Well, if not, would you pray with me right now? Father God, I know that I have sinned against you and committed evil in heart and in deed. I'm sorry, Lord, and I want to turn from my sins and receive forgiveness and cleansing and new life in your son, Jesus. Thank you for your forgiveness. And please help me now in my life for you. In Christ's name, amen. If you sincerely prayed that prayer from your heart, we have a gift we'd like to send you at no cost or obligation to you. It's beginning again. Dr. Kennedy's book for new believers to help you get started in your relationship with Christ contact us today to receive your free copy and may God bless you as you do. If you're ever in South Florida, I'd love to invite you to come worship with us at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church here in Fort Lauderdale. And as always, you can join us via live stream at crpc.tv 
where you can also find past live streams as well as other compelling video resources. Thank you so much for being with us. And here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. It says in the manifesto, abolition of the family, exclamation mark. Even the most radical flare up at this infamous proposal of the communists. Marx wanted the ruthless criticism of everything that exists and to abolish everything. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.